I'm so excited about this video. It's a video I've been wanting to make for a long time, but I just wanted to come up with 10 solid good reasons and now we got it, so stay tuned. Advocates and welcome to another episode of the commercial claim show today is a doozy But before I tell you what it's about please subscribe to the channel Please go here right around usually here to the Facebook and Instagram page like the page follow a bunch of the stuff We've got some really amazing stuff coming to you in 2020 So be sure to subscribe to the channel and follow the page on Facebook and Instagram so that you can be a part of this wonderful roller coaster ride uh, the insurance claim game baby and um, knowledge education and and just sort of uh, showing you the ropes of what's going on in this in this wonderful game of insurance claims. My name is Vince Perry, uh, licensed and certified public adjuster in the state of Florida, and today I want to share with you, all public adjusters and all policyholders alike, the top ten myths of public adjusters. There's probably a lot more than ten, but. It took me a little bit of time to come up with some decent 10. I think I got it. I think it should be pretty good. I'd love to give you guys a top 10, so we're gonna go with it. So, in no particular order, I looked at this list for a while and I was like, you know what, I should rank them number one to number 10 and give you the best one at number one and, and, and the worst one at number 10 and count it down like one of those, but I don't wanna do that because they're all important and they all suck as myths of what people think of public adjusters, mainly not just people, but insurance companies, let's face it. Uh, one of the biggest reasons why insurance companies don't like us is because of one of my myths, and I'm gonna tell you right now, is because we're able to get more money for the people. So you know what? If that's why you don't like us, and you don't wanna pay up for these claims, then so be it. But that being said, top 10 myths, here we go. Number 10, number 10, myth is that it costs a lot of money and you have to give up a large portion of your settlement to the public adjuster. That is not true. The reason why that is not true is I'm gonna put up this fact right up here. Uh, this is, I, I, I don't know exactly how accurate this is in regards to hard numbers, but this is a very famous scale that you will see on Instagram and in different places, is that the insurance company is able to get up to 700% or more than what the insurance company is going to pay out. I will tell you that is somewhat true. Not on every claim. It's not going to happen on every single claim. But I will tell you this, on more... I'm only saying this because I'm not allowed to say that it is guaranteed. So I'm not gonna say it's guaranteed. But on most claims, if you hire a public adjuster, the public adjuster is going to get you anywhere from 50%, and I'm going low, 50% to 300%, or even sometimes 700% more than what the insurance company pays out. I'll give you an example. I hope he doesn't mind. I'm giving him a shout out to Steve Patrick on the Facebook uh, on the Facebook page. He put up an appraisal award where the insurance company awarded two thousand dollars, and in appraisal he disputed it and got eighty eight thousand dollars. 
I don't know, you could do the math there, but that's a lot more money than what the insurance company paid out. So, am I gonna say that number is totally inaccurate? No, I don't know exactly where they got that number, but that number is very famous in the web world of public adjusters, and um, it's not far off. I like to get, keep it conservative though, it's anywhere from 50% to like 300%. In Florida, uh, to hire a public adjuster, it costs you 20% of your settlement. Other places, it's 10%. And if we're getting 50% already more, you're already paying for your public adjuster. And what does that come along with? Not just more money, but the service of the public adjuster to help you throughout the entire claims process. So, that number 10 is ridiculous. That your insurance premiums will rise. Okay, let me tell you something, people. The only reason why insurance premiums rise, well, there's a couple of reasons. I'm gonna list about two here. One of the reasons is if you, it, the main reason of all the reasons is being high risk. Whether you live in a high risk area or you're just a high risk a policy holder because maybe you filed two or three claims in the past few years. Of course, this always happens when I'm doing a video because maybe you've been doing a, uh, uh, maybe you've done several claims that obviously makes you higher risk. When you go to another insurance company, they're going to ask how many claims have you filed in the last three to five years. You're going to have to disclose that information. And if you've got one, two, three claims, that's going to probably have you pay higher premiums, obviously. Or if you move right to Miami Beach, right in front of the beach, where there could be swell, where there, there's a hurricane, you are going to not only have to pay for flood insurance, but you're going to have to pay a higher insurance premium because chances are you're going to have more damage and you're higher risk of a loss or a catastrophic loss. That's what determines high premiums. Not whether the insurance company paid 2000 and you were able to get 80000 That's just the value of the loss. And if that's the only claim that you file in 10 years, then it's not going to raise your premiums just because you hired a public adjuster. That just doesn't make sense, first of all. And But it also doesn't make sense that they're going to raise your premiums just because you got paid a specific amount. That is the value of your loss. Whatever it is that you get paid and you settle for and you sign a release or appraisal award or whatever it is, that is the value of your claim. That does not make you higher risk at all to the insurance company. That's just the one claim that you have. And if I could recommend to people, you only want to file about one claim every 10 years, maybe three claims in your lifetime. Just a tidbit of advice. Number... Eight, I always get these numbers wrong. So I'm gonna say number eight, uh, that you can't trust the PA. Listen, we are licensed, okay? And the only people who are gonna tell you that you can't trust the PA is obviously the other side. We are licensed and certified to represent you, to represent the policyholder. That is our in our best interest. Any decent PA who is trying to grow their business and grow their clientele is going to make themselves the most trustworthy and honest people that they can be to their client because those are the people who are going to refer us to other people. Our job is to get you a lot of money and service you as best as we can. So saying that you can't trust the PA is one of the most ridiculous statements that I've ever heard. Okay? So you can trust the PA no matter what. It's actually our duty to be trusted. Next one. Public adjusters commit fraud. Of course, right? How else would you file a claim? The only way a claim could be filed is if a fraudulent act occurred. That's the only way something can happen. Not true. Once again, I'm gonna go back to trying to build a reputable and successful business. You're not gonna do it by committing fraud, okay? Personally, I'm a firm believer of karma, okay? And the other thing is, I like to sleep at night. Sleeping is very nice. If I were to be committing fraud, or any public adjuster were to be committing fraud, it's going to catch up to them. 
okay? And also, it's going to be, it's hard to keep track of those lies. You keep doing those lies. So, if there's any PAs watching this video, stay away from it. One thing I've always said, the claims are there. The claims are there. Okay, you will find those claims or those claims will find you, I promise. Just do the due diligence that you learn in some of these videos, like networking, meeting people, building a good team, and the claims, they're there. There is absolutely no need to commit fraud. Is there some bad apples in our industry? I'm sure that there are, just like in any other industry. How about the mortgage crisis just not too long ago? Every industry, they are, there are bad apples, okay? But that, just because we're, our business is in filing insurance claims and, and, and getting money for our clients, that does not mean that all these insurance claims are fraud. Farther, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Next one, I have no idea what number we're on. I didn't put them down. Time out. Boy, was I right because I completely skipped over number six. Now that I'm editing the video, I realized number six completely missed it. So, number six is, was supposed to have been, public adjusters don't do much. Public adjusters don't do much. I mean, the list goes on. We take care of your claim from A to Z. You don't have to do nothing as a policyholder. We file the claim for you. We go to all the inspections for you. We negotiate the claim for you. We put an estimate together for you. We follow up with the insurance company for you. And throughout all these things, we try to get you paid faster. We try to get you paid more. And we dispute the entire claim and we just sort of take care of it. I call the public adjuster the quarterback of your insurance claim. And that's what we do. We take the lead. So uh, now back to your regular, regularly scheduled program. Oh, one of my favorites that anyone can be a PA. PA is an easy job, anyone can do it, which I'm gonna get to, actually my number one is sort of enhanced with this. Anyone can be a PA, anyone can negotiate, anyone can do the estimate, anyone can do all these things. Again, couldn't be farther from the truth. Besides the fact that you have to pass a background check, besides the fact that you have to take a course, besides the fact that you have to pass a strenuous test, that's just getting your license. Once you get your license, I've explained in these videos, in one of my top tens, my number one was don't quit. It is very difficult. I will tell you that all of my friends and family, since I've been a public adjuster for 12 years, who have tried to become a PA, have all failed and decided to go and do something else. Because it is very difficult to do what we do. It all starts with not just getting the license, but then finding the work. Going out there, networking. Working on commission is very difficult, and most people don't survive. Now, that's the business aspect. Now, the actual the actual nuts and bolts of what we do for a living, which is having to have some knowledge of construction to put together an estimate on an estimating software, and then having to present that to an insurance company, gather up all the proper, uh, proper documentation, negotiate with, the, with an insurance company or another side that doesn't want to listen to anything that you have to say. You have to try to find a way to get all of your arguments across intelligently so that you can get maximum settlement for your client. It's not easy. And then let me tell you something. Clients can be a little bit difficult too. Having to deal with them sometimes, it takes work, it takes practice, and it takes a while to get better at. Not anyone can do this job. And if you're doing it, kudos to you because I know it's not easy. Next one. Oh, well, this is sort of hand in hand with the premiums, but your insurance will be dropped if you use a public adjuster. First of all, dumb. If you use a public adjuster, it's not the reason for your insurance getting dropped. It's once again back to understanding that the your when you fill out that form to get your insurance, you are going to go through an underwriting department, and the underwriting department is going to determine how risky you are. Now, once you have been approved of that insurance, if you file one claim, you're not going to get dropped. 
if you file two, three, four claims, then you may get dropped. But it has nothing to do with whether or not you've hired a public adjuster and it has nothing to do with how much you got in return for those claims. So no, could it be further from the truth that the insurance company will drop you for using a public adjuster? There's other reasons that an insurance company can drop you, all have nothing to do with hiring a public adjuster. La la la. Ah, yes, some people will tell you that it doesn't make a difference whether you, whether you hire a public adjuster or not. That the insurance company is going to pay the same whether you hire a public adjuster or not. I mean, come on, people are laughing right now, right? Just reading that. I mean, let's, let's face it. I've already put up the stat of the 700 and something thousand percent that insurance adjusters get more of. Listen, there's a process in the insurance, in the insurance claim, okay? There's an initial payment, there is a, an appraisal dispute, there's a mediation, and then there's sometimes litigation. Throughout this entire process, your public adjusters by your side presenting arguments to try to make sure you get max dollar and that everything is covered and nothing is missed. And throughout that process, your insurance, uh, your public adjuster is there to get you a lot more than what you would have gotten if you would have just decided to settle with the insurance company. You don't know how many times I've walked into a client's house and they, 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 they get paid by the insurance company and they show me a copy of a release that they signed. Yeah, can't do that because I know that I would have gotten double. So yeah, we'll always get you more. Well, I can't say that more often than not. Uh, let's see. Ooh, this is probably my favorite one. So I believe we're at number two right now. Let me see, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. I think if I was doing from a least important to a most important, I think this might be my number one. Public adjusters delay the claim. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Well, I only say this because I myself, we've got a very good workflow process and how we sort of handle our, all our claims. Well, I've told you guys this before in the videos. I mean, it is a weekly follow-up. By weekly, I mean seven days. Not seven business days, seven actual days. We follow up with the insurance company and we tell them, we filed the claim on this date, we had the inspection, and we've already provided you with all the information. There's no need to delay this claim anymore. Make the payment today. And we do that every single week until we push them to pay. And... It works, number one. That's uh, why you hire a public adjuster. We have the time. It's our job to do that. You as a policyholder don't have that time. Uh, but I will say, I will say that insurance companies tend to delay claims themselves, but I'm not here to accuse, so I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. It is not in our best interest to delay the claim. It is also not in our best interest to not get you top dollar. We're paid percentage. Okay, and we're paid when you're paid. So the more you get paid, the more we get paid. And the sooner you get paid, the sooner we get paid. So our goal is to try to get you paid as fast as possible. So just based on the way we get paid, it is not in our best interest to delay this claim whatsoever at all. So yeah, no, no, that's just not the way it works. If anything, and I'm gonna say it, it's the other side that tends to delay the claim a little bit more. But I'm not here to accuse. Last one, number one. Not in any particular order. This could have been number 10, but this is just the one I decided to go with now. General contractors and restoration companies and different companies that are involved with like the remodeling of your house, they can do the PA job for you. Maybe this is a good one because this is a, I do get questions on this all the time. Public adjusters are licensed and certified, okay, to read policies and negotiate directly on your behalf for your insurance claim with the insurance company. Okay, that is what we are licensed to do. That is what we are trained for. That is what we do continuing education for. We do not, 
We are not experts at plumbing. We are not experts on different kinds of roofs. We are not, we don't know how to, how to make big repairs. I personally know just enough about construction to make me successful at my job now. But by no means would I ever call myself a general contractor or act as a general contractor because frankly, those guys are really smart. They know a lot about the construction industry, but when it comes to the insurance policy and it comes to negotiating the insurance claim uh, based on my estimate, I know what I'm doing. And that's what we are here for. So if you think as a, as a policyholder, as a homeowner, or, or even if you're a contractor out there, Listen, you need to work hand in hand with the public adjuster because we are very skilled at what we do. The more experience that we have, the better that we get, and the more that we know on how to really present these claims properly in order to make sure that they are paid top dollar and that they are paid and expedited quickly. So don't think that any kind of restoration contractor could just go ahead and negotiate on your behalf. First of all, I'm not sure how legal that is. That's one, but I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, honestly, I don't know what the ramifications are behind that. But second of all, it would just be in your best interest, not to the policy, not just to the policyholder, but also to that contractor. I said it once and I've said it before, public adjusters, team up as best you can with contractors. You know, get just, have good relationships with them because they're going to be involved with repairs and remodeling that they're maybe dealing with the insurance company themselves and it's driving them crazy. And all they're trying to do is make sure that the client has enough money to get paid. Those are the guys that you want to know and girls so that they'll call you to do what you are an expert at, which is handling the claims, negotiating with the insurance company, getting paid fast and getting paid big. So that's it. Yeah, I did that pretty fast. 16 minutes. I got nothing else. I've been wanting to do a top 10 of like misconceptions. I gave a presentation about it not too long ago and I think it's uh I think it's pretty cool because there is a lot of misconceptions. Share this video if you can because this video is not just for public adjusters. This video is very good to show any of your clients, any of your potential clients, any kind of policyholders out there that don't know the first thing about insurance claims and what it's like and what a public adjuster actually does. So share the video if you can, subscribe below, follow the page. A lot of big things coming in 2020 and I want all of you to be involved. Comment below, ask me questions, send me messages. I've been getting pretty good feedback from everyone. I'm pretty excited about it. And like I said, I'm excited about 2020. So, I don't know. I think we still have one more video coming or two more videos coming up this year, but all right. Hope you enjoy. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Goodbye.